This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MILK01. You're welcome. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about what I would call an underappreciated vegetable, sure. and that's the eggplant. Is it even a vegetable? Hold on. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's a fruit. It's it's one of the many vegetables that are actually fruits. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad we've gotten that cleared up right off the bat. Yeah, we, we just outed eggplant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so let's, uh, let's start this off. No further ado, I have for you. The heirloom eggplant variety quiz. Okay, yes. Okay, called from various seed catalogs I love on the quizzes. internet. Okay, uh, everybody, everybody should know how this works by now. Nipple fruit. Wait, am I saying true or false? You're saying true or false? False. <laughs> wait, wait, you're, you're asking me to tell you which one you're saying? No, that's not how it works. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> how do I say? So I think nipple fruit is invented. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that is uh, a very uh, that is a false name. obscure way of putting it. Uh, it is real. Uh, Rotonda Bianca Sfumata. Real. Yes, I could not make that up. Uh, purple Nurple. Wait, wait, did you say that nipple fruit is real? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it's oh my god, it has a funny Latin name. It's uh, it's like Solanum Mammosum. Wow, that's so sexy. Yeah. Okay, go on. Uh, it looks ridiculous. It looks like an udder. Uh, purple Nurple. <laughs> that is fake. <laughs> that is fake. Okay. Uh, Kentucky purple hippopotamus. Oh, that's got to be real. No, it's fake. Oh, oh that was so good. Yeah. Uh, cannibal tomato. <laughs> that's fake. It's real. <laughs> Magic fingers. <laughs> oh, that's got to be fake. It's fake. Uh, Indiglobe. Okay, that's real. Fake. Oh. Oh, man. I'm, I'm getting better at this. Um <laughs> Again, after, I mean, I still have not gotten any calls from heirloom seed catalogs asking me to, I guess all the heirlooms already have names or they wouldn't be yeah, heirlooms. heirlooms. Damn mm-hmm. it. Uh, Prosperosa. I think that's real. It's real. Old white egg. <laughs> that's fake. It's real. <laughs> Little spooky. <laughs> I 
I've got one in my nose right now. <laughs> That's fake. It's real. Oh, it's real. Yeah. <clears throat> A little spooky. Yeah. And finally, Violet Femme. That is fake. It's fake. I think all my made-up ones have, like, purple or violet or indigo they do. in them. They, they do. That's weird how I gravitated toward that. <laughs> A little spooky. Yeah, some of my friends helped me come up with those. I don't remember specifically which friends, and so I'm not going to thank them. Okay. But thanks. Thank you, friends, for whoever and wherever you are. Okay. So let's uh, let's talk about some of these eggplants. We did not we did not purchase or cook any heirloom varieties today, but there are a lot of different kinds of eggplants. And how much do the shape and color and size of eggplant matter in terms of texture and flavor and so cooking this is, properties? This is going to be another one of those things where we basically talk about something that we we don't know anything about, right? Well, I think I think we know enough to fake it until we make it. Okay, that is my that's my philosophy in life: fake it until you make it. That is why I have a gold plated car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, so so different kinds of eggplants. So different kinds of eggplants. Um. So I've got. Go on. You think I'm breaking in with a joke, but actually I was going to say maybe we should start by uh, start with the, the classic supermarket globe eggplant and work from there because I think that's the most familiar eggplant by far. Like yes. It, if, you, if you picture the platonic essence of eggplant. The aubergine. Yes. As it is known in British, English, French, <laughs> and all of those other things. Yes. Yes. Not in, not in Italian. It's the uh, melanzana. Oh, that's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, okay. So I... I kind of enjoy the globe eggplant. Oh, sure. No, I'm not dissing it. No, no, no. I'm just saying that, you know, it's sort of the boring one. At its worst, it's kind of wrinkly skinned when it's not been properly kept. Um, I don't know where I'm going. We'll delete this part. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I think it, it, eggplant is not one of the fruits or vegetables that is hard to choose because, you know, it should be plump, shiny, smooth skinned, uh, and firm. Do you want one that is heavy or light for its size? You know how with like a citrus fruit or something that's that's juicy, you always want one that's heavy for its size? I have not noticed that they vary do much, do they? I, I mean, find, I feel like if it's... I it, find sometimes they do. Like sometimes I pick up a globe eggplant and it feels really heavy. And I don't know, that doesn't feel like a good thing to me. I want it to feel ta- I want it to feel like a drum. Yeah. Like sort of taut and hollow. Do you ever do you ever just smack it? Yeah, I do. I <laughs> like do. A, like a baby's biscuit. <laughs> um. <laughs> I hold it upside down. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean you want you want you want a firm, taut, smackable eggplant, obviously. <laughs> um yeah, we should. How do, but how do you? So, so have you read the spilled milk guide on uh, selecting produce? <laughs> because it's full of abject nonsense. <laughs> I have heard it said that eggplants with more seeds are more bitter. Okay, and I have heard, and those would be, I guess, the female eggplants that have more seeds. Not true. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I've heard it said that the ones with seeds are more bitter, and that there is some way of telling which one has seeds and will be more bitter. That said, it, it's never worked out for me. Okay. Well, let's let's get into this male female eggplant thing Great. first of all, Great. because um, uh, eggplants uh, it's a dioecious plant. Uh, so it has male and female parts on the same flowers. Uh, there's no such thing as a male or female eggplant. They're they're totally wow. Bi. Like wow, no, I you mean, just blew open a whole bunch of sort. Yeah, of- I mean, you know, having having said that, if they were, I mean, I would still do them both. 
So, um, so every eggplant is going to have seeds in it. Some will have very few and may look like it has no seeds, and some will have a lot. Right. So my philosophy on this is um, skinnier eggplants have fewer seeds, I think. Hmm. It sounds like maybe you don't agree. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. I just never thought of it. And I, mean, I think it is true that the seed, that the, the source of the bitterness is largely from the seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so now let's talk about, is there a way to get rid of the bitterness? Because this is why a lot of people don't like eggplant, I think. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was thinking about this and like how, how to approach this because I don't think I have a problem with the bitterness. My only thing is I... I don't even know that what I have occasionally objected to in eggplant could be called bitterness. Sometimes I find that there's like a peppery quality that almost stings my mouth. Yeah. Have you ever had that I, I have. And uh, I think that's what people call bitterness. I guess so. Like, like, yeah, kind of an astringency. Yeah, I don't really know how to. Yeah, a peppery quality that stings your mouth. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's from, that's from when wasps pollinate the eggplant <laughs> and crawl inside and you just the little stingers. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, so I, whenever I am confronted with a recipe that says to salt the eggplant mm-hmm. and let it rest to pull out, you know, the, the, the bitter liquids, I always do as I'm told. But frankly, I, I've never compared it side by side with an eggplant that I haven't done that with to yeah. see if there was much of a difference. I don't, I doubt there's much of a difference in terms of bitterness, but I do, I am in favor of salting eggplant because I think it holds together better when you cook it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when you salt it. Cause I mean, otherwise you've got all this water in there kind of blowing stuff apart when it gets cooked. Yeah. Especially, well, sometimes when I cook eggplant, as we'll be talking about a little yeah. later, I want it to fall apart. I love oh, sure, that sure. wonderful silky texture it gets. However, the dish that you made today could be quite ruined by falling apart. Yeah, although it would still be tasty. It would just be ugly. It's true. So you're saying that shape does matter. I think it I think it does up to a point. I mean, I, I like the skinnier eggplants because um, usually I make, well, I keep making the same eggplant recipe over and over. Maybe we should get into it okay. early. Cause, okay. um, cause, Can I serve myself a little bit? And yeah, yeah. While we're talking? Okay. Okay. Can I just describe this for our listeners? Oh, please do. Okay. So what we've got here is one of those uh, skinny eggplants. This one was a Chinese eggplant. And it looks like Matthew's cut it into batons. And it is so shiny and gorgeous with this kind of like rust-colored sauce on it. I mean, I'm like drooling. I'm kind of spitting a little bit. And it's really like silky. You can kind of cut it with chopsticks. Anyway, tell me about it. Oh, God. So I, I love this recipe so much. It, uh, it's the reason I wanted to do this eggplant episode, because I've really fallen in love with this eggplant recipe. It is Szechuanese fish fragrant eggplant, or fish fragrant aubergines, as Fuchsia Dunlop would have it. And we'll link to the recipe. But uh, basically, you, uh, you fry up some eggplant batons, and then you stir fry them and sauce them up with um, chicken or vegetable stock. So wait, you fry them? You, like, you deep sort of fry deep them. deep fry them? Yeah, which, you know, I, I sort of swore off deep frying at home because... Uh, it makes the whole house smell like a uh, fast food restaurant. Your house it, doesn't smell like a fast food restaurant Thank today. you. I don't know what you no, Not like is. usual. No, not right. like usual. Usually you come here, it's uh, like I hand you a bucket of chicken and say, get out of here, $5. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's all, all kinds of reasons not to deep fry. You know, you'll spill oil on yourself and, and get third degree burns and you have to dispose of the oil somehow. Anyway, this recipe makes it all worth it. You deep fry some uh, eggplant and my wok loves it when I deep fry because mm-hmm. it just drinks up that oil. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, then you stir fry the uh, the fried eggplant with um, uh, Szechuanese chili bean paste and ginger and garlic and scallions and a little bit of uh, chicken or vegetable stock and you um, some black vinegar 
and then you uh, thicken it up with a little cornstarch, and it is saucy, and the oh, eggplant is it's silky. silky. It's like, and, this is sexy eggplant. Yeah, and it would work fine with globe eggplant. It would still be good, but you wouldn't get the strip of skin on every little uh, mm. baton of eggplant. And, so uh, shiny. Yeah. Mm, I love this. It is, this This is female eggplant. This is female eggplant. This is food for making love. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MILK01. I think what I like best about the idea of Squarespace is that it is easy to use. I mean, I have spent hours Googling HTML code trying to change things on my website. Yeah, absolutely. You go in there, you got the angle brackets, you put the bracket in the wrong place, everything (laughs) on your website disappears. That is not going to happen to you if you use Squarespace. You get to choose a beautiful template from uh, um, at least uh, 20 professionally designed templates they've got. You customize it so it doesn't look like everybody else's website. It works on, uh, on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer. It looks great on everything. Thing. It's that easy. Can we tell them about the Care Bear Lair? Oh, please. <laughs> so um, there are over 70 Squarespace employees on their customer care team, which is based in New York City, and they call their office the Care Bear Lair. And I let me tell that. you, these are the cutest employees you've ever seen. No, seriously. If you tickle their tummies, they giggle. Oh, yeah, wait, Squarespace. That's, that's the Pillsbury guy. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you tickle their, their tummies, like magic happens. Oh, like, Squarespace, <laughs> Care Bear Lair, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Anyway, Squarespace starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a whole year. Yep, and if you use the code MILK01, you will get 10% off your first purchase, and that means if you buy a whole year, you will get 10% off a whole year. Yeah, and anyway, you like that. I, I love it. The other thing that's so great about Squarespace is um, because they've been sponsoring the show so consistently, that means we have the time and means to do an extra show this month. So we are doing three all-new shows in January, and you are probably listening to one of them right now. Thank you, Squarespace. Most of the time when we encounter eggplant, we encounter it like either cut into long, thin strips or circles and grilled um, now, see, I when it's really tough. I mean, have you ever had it like um, served to you that way at like a buffet or from some like catering function at somebody's wedding or something like that? Uh, yeah, and I, I know what you mean. Like, it's if you, tough and leathery, and yeah, once it like sits around gross. and kind of collapses. No, I, I don't like that. But if it's been if it's been salted ahead and grilled like fresh and like served hot, I mm. love that. Um, you know, I think. I think of eggplant as like the octopus of the vegetable kingdom because uh, like the things that I think are best like super charred are eggplant and octopus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're both very particular textures too. Mm-hmm. So And both will like grab you with their tentacles and pull you into their mighty beak. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that was so, a nice try. So I'm gonna tell you about Yeah, so what what have you what have you brought? Mm. It looks so, like it looks like sludge. It looks really awful. This is a recipe that um, that our friend Francis Lamb wrote about on Gourmet.com a number of years ago. Now, he basically um, takes a globe eggplant, or you could use any kind of eggplant. Can I interrupt with a terrible joke? <laughs> Go ahead. Because remember, we had Francis Lamb on the show like years ago talking about peas. Yes, and, and he we, cooked the crap out of peas. And uh, we haven't had him on since then, and therefore we've been experiencing the silence of the lamb. I thought you were going to say, he's been on the lamb. That's, that's, that's hilarious also. I'm sorry, we'll cut this out. Okay. Anyway, Francis wrote about this dish on Gourmet.com a number of years ago. You could probably use any kind of eggplant for it. I used kind of small globe eggplants that mm-hmm. I bought at the farmer's market. 
you slice them, you salt them, let them sit for like 20 minutes, cube them, and then you basically cook the crap out of them. Mm -hmm. Just in a skillet, start them in some oil, then you add some broth, you just let it ride until you can mash them with the back of a spoon. Mm. And uh, in my case, you know, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. One of my eggplants cooked really beautifully and got really mushy, and the other one refused to ever get mushy. I noticed I noticed that I got uh-huh. I got a uh, a firm chunk. It like I cooked for like an hour and the the eggplant that was falling apart was falling apart and the other one just resisted all my efforts. It was just like soft. lying there against the side of the pan like leaning on its leaning <laughs> yeah, like, on its elbow see like if you, you could know. soften me up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Anyway, but you you mashed <laughs> that, that was that was the male eggplant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The female one was very <laughs> compliant. Uh and pliant. <laughs> We're uh, promulgating Harvel's uh, vegetable stereotypes. Great. We'll cut this out. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, you take that nice sort of smashed, very ugly, but delicious kind of oil-soaked eggplant. I should add that there was a lot of oil in the skillet. Mm-hmm. And then you toss it with pasta and a lot of cheese. Uh, there's a little bit of, uh, in my case, a little bit of tomato paste in there at the end. Oh, yeah. Kind of gives it a little bit of acidity. Uh, and you finish it with some fresh basil, which is not in ours. But it's a really wonderful pasta sauce. I love the idea of dressing pasta with long-cooked vegetables that, you know, cooked so long that they fall apart. I we should that. We should delve into that further at some point. This is really good. You can't, it doesn't taste like anything if you eat it right after the, yeah. the Szechuanese spicy eggplant. Yeah. It's, um, what I love about it is... Uh, is that there's a, a a subtleness to the flavor, and it's very silky, the same way that your eggplant is, but it, so it coats the pasta really well. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's thick. You don't you probably don't have to um, fake it out with any pasta water. You don't. No. Um, no. Yeah, it's delicious. So uh, so we'll link to that too. It's from gourmet.com. And you don't have to deep fry anything. Correct. And you pretty much have to do nothing. Like it, it's one of those things that cooks itself. I love that. I love that. Hey, you know what also involves frying, though? Oh, yes. Can we talk about those eggplant fries at Poppy? I mean, I think we've already talked about them. I think we probably have. Maybe on the honey episode? But I have to say that that honey and eggplant are a, a match made in... In the heaven, Mediterranean. As they say. In the Mediterranean. Also known as heaven. Yeah. My friend Olaya, I was once doing a catering job with her, and she took thin slices of eggplant, grilled... Mm-hmm. And put a, a few sliced green olives, really good green olives, a little crumble of feta, and a drizzle of honey, and then kind of rolled up the eggplant slice. And that was kind of like a little, a little, you know, canapé wow. kind of thing. And it was delicious. That the the sweetness of the honey, the salty creaminess of the feta, the olive, the eggplant incredible combination i keep meaning to turn it into some sort of salad yeah so that i mean yeah it doesn't get any more mediterranean than that combination right yeah, yeah. so these eggplant fries that we've mentioned before they are they are crispy fried uh, spears of eggplant um with a little um kind of funky buckwheat honey drizzled on them uh, after cooking and they serve them at poppy restaurant in seattle i feel like it's the sort of thing that that uh, should be sweeping the nation and like every every hip restaurant is doing eggplant fries i don't think that's happened but it should yeah yeah what do you think about baba ganoush um, I really like baba ganoush, and I almost never eat it, and I have no explanation for that. I've never made it because I don't have a grill, mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, you know it's got to be it's got to be grilled, right? Um, I think that you could probably try the eggplant over a gas burner, which I also don't have. You could probably also do it under the broiler. Could I? Could I use a sterno can like a hobo? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you put the eggplant in a hobo Ho- pack. <laughs> hobo ganoush. <laughs> hobo ganoush. Uh... 
So I remember you once telling me about these tiny Thai eggplants that I, I don't think I've ever seen. Okay, well, there's there's two kinds of Thai eggplants. There's the um, there's the kind of green apple shaped ones that that are kind of spherical, small, like you know, smaller than a baseball sized, um, and sort of have a uh, green stripes, like a green zebra tomato kind oh, of. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and those those are they're uh, uh, usually served in curries, and they they never they never get soft and mushy like a, like a purple eggplant, um, and uh, and that's the point that you get um, eggplant flavor and a little crunch to them Mm -hmm. and those are really good the ones you almost never see and i I have bought them once or twice uh in the u.s um but have not seen them in a while and couldn't find any today are called uh, pea eggplants and they literally look like peas Um, wow i mean like that tiny almost as tiny as like a green pea maybe like grape sized um no smaller than that smaller than a grape you know like small fava bean size do they have a little stem on them do you have to pull a stem off like a like a cherry tomato they they do come on little stems um when you you pull them off the stems before you cook them Mm -hmm. and they are weird you know they they uh, are most commonly seen in a green curry and they are crazy bitter and they and they kind of pop in your mouth uh like a grape um so you you bite into this thing you're thinking oh it's a green pea and uh you know it goes like boom in your mouth and like flooded with eggplant bitterness this sounds um, like a great halloween trick yeah it's it's uh, but I'm, I'm i'm talking about it like it's a prank but it's actually really good you know with a slightly sweet green curry you know it's a little sweet a little spicy and then you get this bitterness that cuts through it it's great oh that sounds fantastic and have you been able to find them in seattle i have found them in seattle um like at uh at maybe at viet one once or twice i haven't seen them recently wow okay well i'm they gonna might look out for them oh one more thing I'm. I'm. T- I'm, t- I'm gonna, you I'm are gonna... so into eggplant right now. Yeah. Um. I'm. What was I going to say? <laughs> I don't <laughs> wait, know. Wait. 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 Oh, One more thing. Oh. One more... oh. Uh, have you ever had a Japanese pickled eggplant? No. I should have br- gotten. I should have bought some of those. Today. I don't they... think I've had much pickled eggplant. So they're uh, um, these little um, pickled purple eggplants, but when they get pickled, they turn this beautiful kind of iridescent navy blue. Mm. Um, and uh, and they've got they've got some some crunch, some texture to them. Uh, really good. Thanks a lot for telling me about a whole bunch of stuff I'll probably never get to taste. Next time, I, next time I, you come over, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw pea eggplants at you. <laughs> Great. Better than um, throwing pea at me. Yes. Okay. Moving right along. Yes. Here's, your, here's your bucket of chicken and your urine sample and a, some eggplants. Okay, yeah, moving along to, I think that was the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and and you missed it. Well, you can find us on... Um, uh, yes, you can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, where we will post recipes for um, uh, fuchsia Dunlops fish fragrant aubergines. That's really fun to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Francis, Francis Lamb's eggplant pasta. Mm-hmm. Francis, quote, on the lambs eggplant is, pasta. Is it just on the in, in quotation marks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this a lot. I bet he's heard it before, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Francis. <laughs> um, Okay, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Um, uh, you can also find us on iTunes, where you'd better leave us a nice review. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Do it, do it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just don't, don't make me do it. Oh, oh um, eggplants are from Mars and zucchinis are from Venus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. Matthew, you are no longer alone. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) I am here Uh, with you.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.